The Capitals lose focus and fall to the Blue Jackets, and the final roster needs to get turned in by 5 p.m. Eastern. Who makes the team? I'll discuss next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Caps hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. In today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we will talk about who will make the roster, or who do I think will make the roster. We'll talk about that in the show as... The roster needs to get turned in by 5 p.m. Eastern on Monday. There's a lot at stake there. We will talk about the fringe players, the, the players that could potentially make the team, but ultimately, will they? We'll talk about that show, but just to get it going here, we will talk about the Capitals. They kind of lose focus, I would say, and they fall to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Listen, if you watched the game in the beginning, you thought they probably were going to win it. There was a lot of momentum from the Washington Capitals out there. And then ultimately in the third period, they kind of just lost it. They, and uh, they lost the intensity. They lost their focus and they ended up falling to the blue jackets. There were some exciting moments out there for me in the game. The big hit uh, from Oshi on Fantilli. That was one that you probably seen on a lot of different uh, news feeds, whether it uh, be on Twitter or, you know, different, uh, you know, YouTube, that kind of thing. It was pretty impressive, you know, for, for TJ Oshie, uh, who is a bit prone to having, you know, previous injuries to just really smack into Fantilli and lay him out like that. That really showed some confidence in TJ Oshie that, you know, he is not worried about any previous injuries. He's not worried about, you know, that he's not exactly the youngest guy anymore. He just laid him out. Uh, And if you saw the game, it was pretty impressive, I got to say. If you haven't seen it, you want to take a look at it here. Uh, But TJ Oshie skated with Ovechkin and Backstrom. Uh, on the Caps top line. So a bit nostalgic. We've seen that in years before. Uh, I ultimately don't think that is going to be the lineup uh, in the first game of the regular season, but it was a decent look. And, you know, Nick Backstrom um, kind of tying it down at the center position there on the top line. It looked pretty good. Uh, Do I think that Nick Backstrom is going to be the first line, top line center to be in the first game of the season? Probably not. But, you know, I think that he pegs more to be second, or I hate to say it, third line center. Uh, I guess it depends on how things shake out. But 
TJ Oshie was high energy and uh, he did his best to generate a lot of opportunities. And by the end of the first, he was credited with four of the team shot. So, you know, this is kind of, you know, uh, putting myself in check because I had spoke about Nick Backstrom in the off season. I had spoke about TJ Oshie that potentially the best years of their life were behind him. And, you know, maybe they, they heard, you know, that somewhere that Dan was saying that, you know, they, they're not all that anymore. I didn't really think that, but um, it is interesting how these professional hockey players will prove you wrong. Just when you think that there was no more fuel left in the tank, you see TJ Oshie come out there and play like he was a rookie, like he was this young 20-something-year-old guy just laying guys out and, you know, getting a lot of shots on net. Just really, really impressive. I was really impressed with TJ Oshie. Any reservation that I had in the offseason, if you're an everydayer, you know, I spoke of the reservation I had with TJ Oshie and Nick Backstrom. That is beginning to evaporate and wane. Um, again, I don't want to be drinking the Kool-Aid on Oshie and Backstrom exclusively right now because, let's face it, they have not done that in a regular season game. I have not seen TJ Oshie play you know, a quarter to half the season with no injury. One of the things we do know about TJ Oshie is just based, you know, like what we saw him laying Fantilli out there, he plays much bigger than he is. Subsequently, oftentimes that puts him in a position to be injured. So I do like his physical brand of hockey. However, I don't like an injured TJ Oshie. Uh, in the offseason, they did uh, interviews, or I think it was on breakdown day, they talked to TJ Oshie and they said, I'm competitive at everything I do. I'm competitive when I play football with my friends at Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, I'm competitive when I'm wrestling with my family members. And he looked at people and he's like, what, you guys don't wrestle? So <laughs> suffice it to say, TJ Oshie is a competitor. And it does not matter who you are on the ice he will try and take you on. And uh, it's impressive. It's kind of admirable in a certain regard, but also I'm like, TJ Oshie, please, 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 please don't do this. We don't need you injured right now. But anyway, uh, he was really engaged. He got the secondary assist on Ovechkin's goal. So contributions all around high energy play. That's what I loved from watching him. I'm like, wow, this is a TJ Oshie that I haven't seen in quite some time. And it's surprising, you know, when you have an off season that's injury free, that you can put the time in training. You can, you know, concentrate on training instead of worrying about how am I going to heal or, you know, am I actually even going to be able to train because of this, these injuries? It was really impressive, all things considered. Uh, but then did Fantilli ultimately get the last laugh? Fantilli scored the game winning goal late and Columbus Blue Jackets beat the Caps four to two in the preseason finale. So, you know, it's one of the things I hope, uh, you know, that that wasn't one of the things that was going to happen. And it ultimately did is that he kind of lit a fire under Fantilli. And, you know, ultimately he got the last laugh at, at, at the Capitals as they picked up the dub in a preseason game. Again, it's a preseason game. Like I've always spoke about on the show, these games are more about assessment. However, this was the final dress rehearsal for the regular season, so it would have been better for them to end on a high note. In any event, we cannot be revisionist and change history. It was pretty impressive. Carlson and Ovechkin tallied for Washington, and then Kemper 
made at 21 stops. It does seem that the Caps goalies are engaged and in top form. Same thing goes for Charlie Lindgren. Um, you know, and one of the things that we were hearing out there um, is one of the things that Spencer Carberry wanted to change is not, you know, kind of just airing your goalies out to dry, uh, eliminating odd man rushes, uh, that kind of thing. And I think that if the Capitals can really help eliminate those and they can kind of eliminate some of the pressure on Kemper and Lingren, I think that you're going to see a better result on the ice. Now, I don't want to say that the Capitals were not good last year because of the goalies. I think that ultimately, if it were not for them, the Capitals would have been in much worse shape. But with that said, we don't want to overtax. We don't want to overwork and we don't want to, you know, increase odds of goals being scored, uh, being out of position. But that was the old, that was Peter Laviolette hockey. This is Spencer Carberry hockey. And that's what we need to concentrate on. But I know that they didn't get the win uh, in the final game of the preseason, but there are some positive things about it. Like I saw out there, uh, you did see uh, an engaged TJ Oshie. You saw a lot of these players that weren't probably too familiar to a lot of Capitals fans and some players that are, but were down in Hershey uh, that are going to make the team. This is exciting for me, uh, but as far as the game goes, uh, it was all excitement for me uh, as we saw how they performed. And it's going to be interesting, ultimately, who cracks the roster tomorrow. Uh, it depends on when you're listening to this. I will just say 5 p.m. Eastern on Monday, who cracks the roster. I have my hunches. I'll talk about that in the final segment. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about fringe players. How did they help the Capitals in the final game of the season? And ultimately, which one of them will crack the roster i'll discuss next the nhl season is finally here will the vegas golden knights reign supreme again i love the nhl and i know you do too that's why i want to tell you about sleeper i love the nhl and i know you do too that's why i want to tell you about sleeper sleeper is the go-to platform for daily fantasy sports especially daily fantasy hockey with sleeper you have the chance to win 100 times your cash on a daily fantasy. The NHL has never been more exciting than it is now with star players like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, and Makar, or stars on your team. Simply select more or less based on their stats, such as goals, assists, points, saves, and more. Yes, you heard me. Fans of your team, Sleeper offers 100 times payout, so start paying attention Make the right picks and you could win big. Listen, you know, when you watch these games, it's sometimes not that exciting. Or, you know, maybe it's not a Capitals game. Maybe it's just another NHL game and you're not that interested. Put a little money on it. It makes it that much more exciting. So use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Locked On NHL. See Sleeper's Terms of Use for more details. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. The regular season is here, and I've got you guys covered every step of the way, so... Subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals today. All right, in this next segment here, we are going to talk about fringe players on this team. Some of them familiar to Capitals fans uh, before the preseason, some not. If I had said the name Hardy Haman Octel before the start of the preseason, would you have been familiar with him? 
maybe a percentage, but I'm going to go ahead and say probably a more than not a majority of the Caps fans or the ones listening to this podcast had not heard of him. Uh, If I mentioned the name Matthew Phillips, would you have heard of him? Uh, Those kind of players and those players that have come here we know that Hardy Hammon Octel came here from the Preds. We know that Matthew Phillips came from the Calgary Flames organization. They're new to this team, but ultimately have stepped up and tried to do their level best to crack this roster. Are they going to be able to do it? Uh, I guess time will only tell. I have my opinions, and I'll talk about those a little bit more in the final segment. Uh, but, you know, uh, you know, just putting valiant efforts out there. Matthew Phillips stepping up, playing big. Ivan Mirshnyshenko, uh, you take a look at Hardy Hamanoktel, not to mention familiar uh, names and faces to the Capitals. You talk about Alex Alexiev. Uh, you talk about Lucas Johansson before, you know, he got reassigned, Vinny Iorio. Um, so some names that were familiar to this organization and, you know, hats go off to them. It does appear that some of those players will uh, crack the roster for the first time in, you know, in quite some time. Some of them have done been on the team before. Some this will be their first opportunity. In any event, it is exciting because what is one of the things that we know about this team, this reluctance to get younger? Peter Laviolette, Barry Trotz, Reardon in there. They were never really that in love with integrating a lot of the youth on this team. Peter Laviolette kind of wanted to say that wasn't the case, but, you know, the proof's in the pudding. How come Spencer Carberry's able to get it done? And um, it's just an interesting thing. You could say it was his rapport based on the fact that he was their head coach, potentially in Hershey or with the Stingrays, and that he's a younger guy. So maybe he's not so, you know, a grumpy old guy to deal with. Is that the case? Uh, But in any event, it is going to be exciting. You take a look at the fringe players on the team, uh, Phillips in particular, in the game was really noticeable and uh, he ended up getting a spot over Mantha. Mantha is one of the guys that uh, I hate to say it uh, if he does make the team I think that uh, potentially he is going to be a healthy scratch um, or you know there is the potential that he could get uh, sent down to Hershey at some point, you know, it being exposed to waivers or something like that. Uh, it would net the capital sums uh, saving there. Uh, but do they ultimately want to go down that road? That could be one of the things that uh, you could see Anthony Mantha go down to Hershey and work on his game. You got to think that, you know, given the fact that he is, you know, when he's playing in top form, a pretty good NHL player, you think he would stand up very well in the AHL in Hershey. But then there's the flip side of that coin. And if you're an everyday, you know, I've spoke of this. Some NHL players kind of get in the mindset that I'm an NHL player and there is no chance that I would ever get reassigned or play down in the American Hockey League. And it, it depends on your mindset. You take a look at Connor McMichael last year, and it's a little bit of a different story because he's a young guy. Uh, you take a look at Anthony Mantha. He's been in the league for quite some time. How would he handle get, getting reassigned down to Hershey? Would he take it in stride or would he sulk and call his agent and say, do whatever you've got to do. Get me the bleep out of this team. Uh, I guess it remains to be seen, but I don't think that he is going to be on the roster on a regular basis. I don't think he's going to get a sweater, as they say, on a nightly basis, just based on inconsistent play. Now, the interesting position, you know, for all of that is that he is under contract and they're paying him a substantial amount of money. Uh, Are they going to want to pay a guy like that a lot of money to 
watch the game from up in the press box. They already have Nick Backstrom, who has played better, but, you know, say he's a third-line center. There is a lot of money tied up in players that might not be getting as much playing time as the Caps had hoped for. So it's an interesting move. You know, we know uh, that with Anthony Mantha, they did their level best to try to find a home for him in the offseason. As it turns out, it wasn't the case. So Anthony Mantha... I don't think he, you know, I don't think he's going to, to get cut from the team. I don't think that's really possible right now. We're kind of past uh, the buyout period, but I think that there's the potential that either he's on the team and he's, you know, playing lower in the lineup, which I don't see that possible either. I think that the likely scenario for me right now, if you're asking for a knee jerk reaction, I think that he would be a, a healthy scratch. That's what I think. And if it's not a healthy scratch, I think that uh, they try to reassign him down to Hershey, uh, something like that. Um, And it's tough. It's a tough break for him. I know he put the work in. He hired the mental coach. He lost 10 pounds. What have you done for me lately? Inconsistent play as what he has done. And ultimately, I would love I'm pulling for him. I would I I like these stories. Uh, These guys that, you know, are kind of down and out and they make this big return. Is that the story in the making for Anthony Mantha? Uh, As I've seen right now, not so much. But you take a look out there uh, at the blue line battles out there as well. It is tough. You take a look at Alexia. You take a look at Lucas Johansson. Um, and then you add Hardy Hamid Octel to, to the list there as well. So who is ultimately going to make the team? I mean, the, the dress rehearsal is done. We've had all the preseason games, and it's just going to be a matter of opinion at the end of the day. It's going to be the opinion of Spencer Carberry and his assistants and Brian McClellan, I got to think, about who is going to be on the team. And just because they are on the opening night roster, uh, I don't think that they're necessarily all going to be on the team for the duration of the season. I mean, potentially they could be, but we've seen this with Hendricks LaPierre. We've seen this with Connor McMichael. Those are just two players off the top of my head where they cracked the roster and then got reassigned. Uh, you take a look at uh, Connor McMichael. Uh, you take a look at, like I said, at Hendricks LaPierre. That was the case. And both of those guys took it in stride. That's why they're back on the team. And it really does appear that Connor McMichael is poised to be on the big team this year. Uh, so that's exciting. So what does that mean for a lot of players on the fringe? I think that, you know, if they uh, had a good attitude, they will get reassigned most likely to Hershey. Um, maybe some of them will get dealt out of Washington. We don't really know, um, but it's a tough move. I do think, you know, that I don't even really think that Phillips, for example, is a fringe player. I think that, I think he has found a spot on this team. Uh, but Mantha, that's a that's a guy that's kind of, you know, could go either way. I think that there is a little bit more uncertainty on the blue line. Uh, again, Alexia, Lucas Johansson, Hardy Haman Octel, a lot of questions. And then one player I forgot to mention in the forward core as well is Ivan Mirishnashenko, players on the fringe. Um, so it's going to be tough. And as I take a look at um, uh, Ivan Mirishnashenko, and I take a look at his game, I think that, you know, he did uh, a lot of things well. 
but ultimately I, I don't think that he will crack the opening night roster. I think that he will uh, end up playing in Hershey and I do expect him to, to get a call up at some point. He he's a, has a three year entry level contract and is flexible on the roster. Uh, and he also does not have to be put through waivers uh, as well. So that is one of the things there. Spencer Carberry weighed on in on him. And he said, there's some areas of Miro's game that he's going to have to work on details wise. But when he gets that puck across the red line, look out, uh, he said. So it does appear that uh, there is a little bit of hesitancy that he needs to to work on his game, some of the details. Um, also, that he is not totally up to par with the North American, you know, rank and everything else that goes on. I don't think that this um, is, you know, bashing Ivan Mirishnichenko. I just think that he's not quite there yet. I think that the Capitals are going to choose uh, someone like a Matthew Phillips over Ivan Mirishnichenko. I think they're going to choose a Beck Malenstein, a Connor McMichael in the forward core over him. And again, uh, this is not to say anything negative about him. If you know, listen to the show on a regular basis, you know that I am a fan of Ivan Mirishnishenko, but there are certain guys on the roster that have kind of passed him up. And I guess that's a good thing. Again, it is of paramount importance. And I guess, you know, the thing that makes me a bit different than some other people is that I am a fan of these players. You know, some of the people that cover this team, they do it because it's for a paycheck. If I was to walk away from this podcast tomorrow, I would still be a Capitals fan. I would, you know, in some regard, I'd probably have another podcast at some point down the road. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that I care and I, I, I am a fan of this team and I am a fan of certain players and I'm really pulling uh, for Ivan Mirishnishenko and I really want him to have a, ro- a role on this team at some point. I just don't think it's going to be uh, at the start of the season. But again, this is not a bash on him. I think uh, that he just has to work a a bit on his game and he will be back on the big team in no time. All right. So coming up after the break, I will tell you who I think is going to crack the roster. Uh, Some of these are, you know, pretty obvious, some not so obvious. I'll discuss next. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and live up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're in speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts. For your number one ride or die, you'll find exactly what you need looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In this next segment here, I'm going to tell you who I think is going to crack the roster. First, I would say I do think that Phillips is going to have a role on this team. I think that Malenstein is going to have a, a role on this team. I think uh, that uh, McMichael is going to have a spot on this team. I think that Protus will have a spot on this team. Now, you're going to say, well, where are all these players going to fit 
And for that, I don't have a real good answer. I do think that if there is an odd man out from that group, I think that Protus has flashed here recently, but a bit a bit of inconsistency, I would say, if we're going to take a look um, at the preseason in totality. Uh, but it is going to be interesting to see who is on the team. And then if you take a look at the blue line, I do see that it's going to be Alex Alexiev. And I think it's going to be Hardy Haman Octel. Um, so, you know, that is just my take on it. Who is going to be on the, ta- on the team? I would love to hear yours. I want to hear your comments on in YouTube down below, or uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at DanCaps218 or at LockedOnCaps and let me know who is going to make the team other than the veterans, the one that we know are going to be on the team. So again, Matthew Phillips, I see being on the team in the forwards. Connor McMichael, um, I see Beck Malenstein, and uh, I don't think Hendrick saw up here. I don't think that he is going to, to make the team like I talked about in the second segment. I don't think that Ivan Mirshnashenko is. But those are two players that are really close, really close. And I do think that, you know, at least Ivan, I want to say maybe Hendricks as well is going to get a call up at some point if there's an injury or something like that. So again, this isn't, you know, to come out and say that I don't think they're going to be on the team period this year. Uh, Lord knows if you take a look at the team last year and how they were besieged with injuries, that there's a definite possibility that they could get a call up. Uh, But then, you know, it's a tough position for them to be in. Uh, But then, like I say, you take a look at the blue line. I think it's Hardy Haman Octel has really, Uh, performed and, you know, kind of exceeded everyone's expectations with his size and just his, his, the way that he skates and handles himself out there, putting himself in a position to succeed on a regular basis. Now that is all, you know, with the knowledge that uh, Joel Edmondson, who is going to miss four to six, it's a little bit less than that now. And uh, that Max Pacioretty is going to come back at some point. So the plot thickens there uh, that Max Pacioretty is coming back, is going to be on this team for the first time. However, uh, it is an interesting position for uh, some of these young guys as they have a leg up on Max Pacioretty. If they go out there and just kill it, I don't think that necessarily they're going to sit for Max Pacioretty. I think that ultimately Max is going to have to earn his spot as well. And you're thinking, are you crazy? This guy, six times 30, he has scored 30 goals. He's a shoo-in. Listen, this is a guy that has had Achilles issues the last two years. And, you know, it's what, you know, uh, uh, 20 years ago, I had a lot more hair on my head and I was a lot skinnier. What kind of Max Pacioretty is he right now? Let's not talk about Max Pacioretty before. That looks really good on the back of a hockey card. What kind of player is he going to be on the Caps this year? I would love for him to score 30 goals again. Um, I don't know if that's the case. If he could even score 20 or 25, I would be happy with that. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for Joel Edmondson as well. You know, if Hardy Haman Octel really kills it, if Alexiev or say it's Lucas Johansson, say they play really well, then, you know, Joel Edmondson is a great player. Everything that I've heard about him, most notably from Tom Wilson in interviews, is that he's a big guy over like six foot five, 230 pounds, but can close space in a hurry, is a menace at the net front. So, um, you know, a, a good position for the Capitals to be in. Ultimately, like I say, if you take a look at how they were last year, 
there was all these injuries on this team and they were kind of hoping to have players that were good to go. Uh, I ultimately don't know why they didn't call up more players and utilize them, but that is looking in the past. I want to concentrate on the, the present and the future. I do think the Caps are in a good position, and I think that it is the making of a perfect storm uh, that you have Spencer Carberry on this team. I would have had a little bit more reservations about my outlook for this team had it been Peter Laviolette again on this team, uh, head coach, that is. Um, and also Blaine Forsyth and just all those old systems that we know didn't work. And, you know, I don't want to retread it here, but Blaine Forsyth was effective at one point. He just lost his effectiveness towards the end. And Peter Laviolette, I think at the end of the day, lost the locker room. His play style, his coaching style was just not in lockstep with what kind of uh, players are on this team. And uh, I think that the Caps are in a lot better position now uh, with Spencer Codberry at the helm. And not to mention this youth infusion. I'm very, very excited about this season more than I've been in quite some time. Uh, again, usually it's the carbon copy, you know, okay, it's going to be the top line. It's going to be Ovechkin, Backstrom, or Oshie or Wilson. Okay, second line, the goalie's going to be, it's all different. Someone took the snow globe and shook it up and and Spencer Carberry's here and he's going to say, I'm going to tell you how things are going to be this year. And I'm hopeful and I'm optimistic about this team. And as Caps fans, you should be as well. This is exactly what the doctor ordered. This new coach, I have no reservations about the Capitals signing Spencer Carberry's the head coach. A-plus moves by Brian McClellan on bringing him here. And these kind of depth moves, you know, again, I'm going to talk about Matthew Phillips, a player that most people didn't know before he came here. Hardy Hamanoctel, who came from the Preds, most people didn't know. Um, and then also just these players that have been percolating and brewing uh, like a fine cup of coffee down in Hershey are finally going to get their chance and get poured out with the Capitals, and hopefully they perform. Um, that is what my hope is for this team. Again, I will have an episode for you tomorrow night talking about who did crack the roster, uh, but I'm hopeful that uh, a lot of these players that we've seen really pop are going to make the roster and try not to at, try uh, not to be too surprised when I hear that Mantha or Ivan Mirshnashenko didn't crack the roster. I think we kind of know how that's going to end. All right, listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank you, the loyal listeners and followers who follow me all along, even in the summer months when everyone's packed up and at their cabins, not thinking about uh, hockey. I'm doing it for you guys year round. And I want to thank you for joining me through this season. Now it means the world to me. Listen, I want to thank you once again for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We have Locked On Nationals, Commanders, Wizards. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you next time.